Okay, here we are. Episode two of the podcast. How are you feeling? I'm feeling excellent. How are you feeling? Fragile. Yeah, very Last fragile. Last night was a big one. <laughs> so the date today is 7th March. Yes. And it's Sunday. And yes. what happened on Saturday? Mardi Gras. Exactly. So do you want to explain what Mardi Gras is in Australia? Mardi Gras is when straight people put on makeup and pretend to be gay for a night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think around the world, they have Mardi Gras. But in Australia or in Sydney, I'm not sure if in Melbourne or Brisbane, they do the same because they're the only three cities in Australia, right? Yeah. The others is what we call small towns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the way that they do it in Australia is that, so there is the parade, but it's also a bloody, uh, it's an excuse to celebrate gay people. And it's, there's nothing in particular to celebrate. It's more just to celebrate the fact that they can be gay. Are you saying gay people aren't worth celebrating? No, I'm just saying there's not. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. So the way it works here is that there's lots and lots of parties and usually pre COVID the way that it would work is that you'd, uh, you'd go to one of the gay sort of suburbs in Sydney. And so that's either Newtown or Darlinghurst and there would be a lot of parties there. And, and typically the parade is on in Darlinghurst on Oxford Street. So that's the main key word that you need to know. So the Oxford Street is where the gay parties are and where the parade usually is. So that's what usually happens. But this year, it was a lot different. People were like going to house parties and people were going to pubs because you can't dance yet in Australia. So we had to do it differently. You actually can. Can you? Yeah, they open up night. Uh, they open up dance floors. Uh, I think last week. Damn. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. To now know. I should correct you because you said this in the last podcast episode as well. The rest of the world has Mardi Gras parties. That's not a Sydney. Oh, do thing. they? Yeah. They go to New Orleans. It's the most crazy fucking experience apparently okay. in the world. Yeah, New Orleans would have it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if like, so San Francisco is pretty pretty gay. Yeah, would they have they the same type of thing? The gay. I know they have the parades. No, I don't just know Mardi if they Gras have the party. Time. Yeah, huh? It's just Mardi Gras every day. Yeah, true. True. San Francisco is wild. You know, like the laws there regarding a lot of that kind of shit is just, it's so progressive to the point where you're like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, it's good. I like that. No, but like there's no nudity laws. So you can walk down the street completely naked. So like there are all these Instagram videos of people like, you know, sitting there kind of fil- uh, selfie filming themselves. And then a guy with nothing but a cock ring walks past. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> I mean, guys. Uh, what, what is it called? <laughs> Nothing but a what? A cock ring. A cock... Oh. Yeah, what do you think I said? I thought you meant one of those leotards that just covers your, your dick. No, I mean a Prince Albert. I mean a shiny diamond stud sticking out the tip of your oh, cock. Oh, wait, that's not, that's not a cock ring. That's a cock ring. I thought a cock ring was a sex toy that you put on the bottom, like in the base of your dick and it keeps your dick hard. Keeps your dick hard? Yeah, because it traps the blood in the top. Yo, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's your oh, love man. honey search mean? <laughs> Man's been going to Honey Birdette a little bit too much, eh? Oh, man. Actually, speaking of Honey Birdette, I don't know if you saw on some of the models, but yesterday they had a Mardi Gras party and it was insane from the yeah. Instagram stories. It was just a bunch of Instagram models and they're all wearing the Honey Birdette clothes and they were all getting sponsored to put hashtag Honey Birdette on all their stories. And it just looked like a, such a bloody good time. I wish I was I was invited. One day. It is funny how you see those kind of parties. And as a sort of connoisseur of parties myself, <laughs> those Instagram model parties, I yeah. would say, don't look like fun. They look like fun because the girls are smoking. But yeah, like exactly. when you see those girls, they're like, oh no, get away from me. I don't want my hair to get wet. And like, you know, they're just yeah, stuck up people. True. Whereas when you get that like, schlubby six who's willing to fucking do the worm on the dance floor and take a shirt off at midnight like <laughs> yeah that's a special fucking party let me tell you yeah yeah i would i actually do agree i think that there's a there's definitely a lot of science to this because you don't want someone who's a three or a four who's just a lot of fun because you don't want to talk to a three or four yeah, well, but <laughs> but if they're a seven and a half or an eight and they're pretty fucking crazy they're the fun that's the fun zone where it's like you're, you're willing to chat with them that sounds terrible that you're only willing to chat with someone who's a seven or an eight. No, I, I was just thinking that when he says seven or eight, he means what he tells his boys. This chick's actually a three or a four. It's just, <laughs> this is what he exaggerates her to because yeah. I've seen what he calls a seven or an eight. It is funny how everyone has different levels of openness with their standards. So a six for me could be a, actually no, the other way around is probably better. A six for you is probably an eight for me. 
Yeah, it's just if you're interested in her. Yeah, exactly. If, you don't, if you're not interested in her, you're like, no, she's a fucking three. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. But the second yeah. you're trying to smash, you're like, nah, bro, I don't know. She's got like a sparkle in her eyes, you know, like, no, yeah. don't you really love the yeah. way her Achilles <laughs> tendon stretches up quite high? It's like, jeez, yeah. guy, what are you doing? I also think that because as a guy who goes clubbing, or well, we used to go clubbing, I would say a medium amount. We wouldn't, we didn't go a lot, but I'd say pretty much every weekend, not yeah. both days, no. but it wasn't we're also yeah. We're also not 18 anymore, so yeah. we're probably in the one percentile of people fucking still going clubbing, mate. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that anyway, shit drops off. After a few, maybe I'd say after about a year, you start to pick up when a girl likes you because it's a very subtle indication of interest. After a year of talking to her? Huh? After a year of a year of talking to her, <laughs> no. After a year Yo, of going she's clubbing, she's still talking to me. Because, I think yeah, she's into me. <laughs> yeah, because it goes from like the first day you go in, it's like, oh, if she doesn't literally hook up with me, then I don't know if I should go for it. Versus, <laughs> literally now, it's like if she looks at me twice, bro, she wants the fucking dick so bad. But it's not even that. It's just that when you're young, you're too afraid to do anything. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now, <laughs> you just walk up to fucking thirty girls, and one of them will get with you. you know exactly. What I mean? like, exactly. You you know that everyone there is just trying to have fun, and as long as as long as you're appropriate then yeah look fine, just right? wait for all her other friends to start hooking up with guys and give it 20 minutes she'll start feeling a bit 20 know. minutes yeah okay 20 minutes it feels like 20 minutes 20 seconds bro it's more like it. you say one cat and dog two cat and dog three cat and dog <laughs> hey how are you doing what's your name yeah exactly anyway back to Mardi Gras so yesterday we had a, a crazy time because we I, I feel like most parties you go to a prize right and then you go out to wherever you're going to go to so you're yeah, going to go to the club but you don't want to spend too much money on drinks like in a club because there might be we're 20 poor bucks. huh oh yeah because yeah, we're poor exactly yeah. but so the way we did it we went to the prize and then turns out five of the neighbors were doing the same fucking thing and there's an alleyway in the back and it ended up becoming a fucking alleyway party and there was just five parties cons- like right next to each other and the covid limit i think is 20 persons per house so then we had a hundred people all in the alleyway and it was in no one's house so there was there was no way you could blame them for it right well at some times yeah other times uh, started yeah. going into uh, yeah. <laughs> so at one stage i think like probably 50 or 60 people were in one person's tiny garage yeah and it was it felt like pre-covid oh, parties. It was so sick it was oh man there's something about a party that's not meant to happen but yeah. it's happening and it's just happened yeah. spontaneously where mm-hmm. you know you feel alive it's like especially with no dance floors for so long like yeah it's it's been fucking fantastic i'm not gonna I agree. lie i totally and the thing is so i posted a story of us dancing and it was I literally woke up to probably about seven or eight replies. People being like, where the hell is this? Are you still in Sydney? What's going on? Yo, yeah. that's crazy. And, and I was going to invite some friends over. You know, these people that I was going to invite. I don't want to say their names just for their anonymity sake. And they didn't end up showing up. So they ended up doing something else. I think they went to the bars. All of them messaged me and said, oh, wait, what's happening? Like, where are you guys? And this was on the night, but I was so, I didn't even look at my phone. I think my phone was inside. And that's fucking hilarious yeah and then i'll do, and then i woke up today and they're all like i'm never talking to you again you did <laughs> i'm not even i'll show you the messages yeah, <laughs> tell them to go fuck themselves man Dude, you send it out yeah exactly and, and i invited them last week and they still didn't yeah, come no, 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 no. yeah so i gave them more than enough notice so they had no excuse not to come on the day they don't even tell me they're not coming they just stop messaging so i'm just like yeah. fuck it i'm nah, not gonna fuck them yeah but okay so so going back to what actually happened in the party I think the most interesting thing that we noticed was that there's a bunch of people that dressed up as wrestlers yeah. and it makes you think that, and and they weren't dressed up as wrestlers. They just wore wrestlers attire. We should also say, we're not talking about WWE, you know, with a Rey Mysterio mask or, you know, with, I don't know, Triple H's underwear. I don't know what they look like. You know, it's been a long time since I've played SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah, we're talking about the college US shit where they're wearing like a fucking leotard yeah exactly the leotard and it just maybe so i thought they were dressed up as gay wrestlers yeah no that's just called being a wrestler yeah that, that's the interesting thing i'm like what the hell is this what and then and then old mate over here told me that that's what they actually wear yeah that's that's what they're supposed to wear yeah and i'm like holy fucking shit dude is that what they just wear on a daily basis to do and- their sport i mean look so i your boy over here is a bit of a is a bit of a ufc fan Mm-hmm. I just saw Israel Adesanya get smashed up by Jan. I don't know how to say his last name. Some Polish shit. But wrestling is the most effective martial art. And they look like that. <laughs> Which is just... It's so unfair. Because it's like, I want to make fun of this guy. But he's going to fucking give me cauliflower if I do so. So it's like... <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, oh, man. You know what was funny, though, actually? 
What? This, this is going to sound like it's taking a tangent, but it's actually related. So just, just give it 15 seconds. So sure. what did a lot of the people that first came to Australia, what do they do to get here? Killed Aboriginals. Wait, stole. Sorry. What did they steal? Bread. What happened yesterday? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about self-entitled women. Okay. Yep. 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 Let's go ahead. All I'm saying is if someone comes into your house and you've welcomed them in. Yep. You know, like in Vampire Diaries, you said you're allowed to come in and now they can enter your house. Yep. You've welcomed them. You expect some level of courtesy. Yep. Some respect. And look, I know that there are douchebag guys out there and there are cunty guys. And look, Mm -hmm. we all have our problems, but there's something about the self-entitlement that you get with some of these like bitchy girls. Yep. Which is so outrageous. Bruh. Like, where were you fucking raised? Okay, you need to tell them what actually happened. This girl just starts walking in and just eating my fucking housemate's food. (laughs) And when I instruct her, hey, don't eat my housemate's food. It's not my food. It's my housemate's food. Stop eating it. She's like, it's just food. (laughs) I'm like, I don't give a fuck if it's a grain of sand on the ground. If I say don't do that in my fucking house, don't do that, you dumb fucking... Anyway, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's so oh. stupid. At one stage, didn't she throw a piece of bread at you? She did. Dude. She said, you can have your bread and throws it at me. And I'm like, bitch, I swear to God, if you were a oh guy. Oh my God. Oh my God. It literally goes back to that <laughs> Bill Burr bit where it's like, there's no reasons to hit women. It's like, oh, I mean, <laughs> look, we don't do it, but there's reasons. <laughs> you know? Oh man. And then at one stage... What happened to your hair that involved beer? Oh, yeah. She just tips beer over my head because she thinks... Inside. Inside. She just tips a beer, a bottle of beer on his head for no reason. Was there a reason? No, there was no fucking reason. Where were you raised? Jesus, man. Jesus Christ. And and the thing about this chick is that I'm obviously not going to mention her name, but she was a really fucking cool girl. She was showing me like what she does for work. I'm not going to mention it, but it was was a respectful position. And I was like, Jesus, like, okay, so this, this chick's got her life together. She got all this happening and she was a nice person, drinks a couple drinks too much. And then before you know it, she's stealing bread and pouring beers on people's head. (laughs) How does one get from point A to point B? Do you know what I think it is? It's like, you have guys, some guys are like really funny, you know, lovely drunks Mm -hmm. and some are alcoholics who beat their wives and who are really aggressive. Yeah. Want to start fights with everyone. Yep. I think this is the female version of a angry drunk. Oh. it's the cunty drunk yeah you know what I mean like self-entitlement skyrockets you I, like- I wouldn't say cunty I'd say bitchy oh actually, I would that, say that's cunty. a different that's a different type I would say cunty after my experiences last night yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a certain descriptor I want to use to be fair I, my involvement in that was just the guy that's laughing and yeah. reporting shit no, <laughs> so I know. For, me, for me I didn't mind it, it was no funny. I know there was no backup I know I know who my <laughs> real friends are now <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know it was good. fucked up when her boy that she brought with us was fucking siding with me it's like yo man's trying to slide into your pants and he's still siding with me so fucking check yourself woman wait did one of the guys bring her I thought yeah. I thought it was the other girl that brought her no they she brought a guy with her though you know those two guys that came oh they were from her yeah they like met them at Greengate or some shit that's crazy yeah. that is insane Anyway, we're getting too into specifics. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, sense. anyway, moving on. And what that actually made me think about, which yeah. was pretty funny. So I'm going to move it off Mardi Gras. I feel like we talked about this for too much. What that makes me think about... You, you know, know that gay people? He'll give you approximately 10 minutes and that's it. <laughs> now, look, I'd love to talk yeah. all day. Yeah. We yeah. can talk about leotards. <laughs> we, actually, before you go off, yep. this is why I want to know. Because go on. I've been thinking about this, right? Go on. We saw these guys. They were dressed in like... They had lipstick on hair up in like a ponytail, you yep. know, like vests and shit showing nipples. Yeah. And like, we were talking to them and I just thought it was a gay guy because mm-hmm. it's Mardi Gras and, you know, fucking whatever you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Have a good time. And I say like, oh yeah, like, do you bring your boyfriend or something? And he's like, oh no, I'm not gay. What the fuck? And my question is like, yes, fancy dress exists. <laughs> I thought fancy dress stopped when you were five years old and you stopped having a fucking, you know, Dress up party. I understand it's different in certain places. Maybe it's just on me. At what point is it not a fancy dress party anymore? Yeah. If you're mm. attached to another guy, 
by your penis in his ass, but you're just you're dressing up as a gay guy fucking another guy. Yeah, is that still gay, or is it? Uh, no, no, I'm straight. I'm just you know, it I'm trying to win the fancy dress party. It depends on, it depends on if you say no homo. How many times though? <laughs> just once. There's no. no, no. <laughs> you know, uh, like, I, think, I think we've already discussed what it takes for it to be gay many times yeah. on the TikTok. If you guys missed that, oh yeah, people say. Yeah. Oh, Milk man. bucket one. Yeah. And also, just to finish off the night, the thing that finished off the night was we went to to an, a legendary kebab shop. Yeah. Some say the best kebab shop in Sydney. I'd say it. Yeah. Well, no, it was actually me who said that. No, no, no. I said it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I actually t- said it beforehand and he copied it. There you go. So two people have vouched for it as being the best kebab shop in Sydney, but, to, but that night was not that good. But what I'm trying to say is it, it's crazy how much a kebab can hit the fucking spot when you're yeah. drunk, when you're any sort of non-sober it yeah. just hits the fucking spot but when you're sober it's fucking shit it just tastes like dry meat and it's like why am I eating this this failed wrap when I, I could get Subway I could get a burrito but instead I'm having this like deli meat being put on my fucking I don't think it tastes bad I think it's just that the regret surfaces way quicker yeah you take like two bites and you're already like what have I come to why am I eating this you yeah. know what I mean like but it still tastes good. But yeah. when you're drunk, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it does make me think. So so nights like the one that we just had make me think of old sleepovers. And the best sleepovers... Where's this going? <laughs> no, 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 not that type. But like when you're a kid, right? There was a lot of gay people last night. Oh, Where's man. this going? Okay, so when you're a kid and you're having a sleepover with your friends, and I think I've had a couple of these ones you were invited to, I think all of them. I think... um the way that we used to have them is that you would come over and then at one stage, well, for me, my mom would stop watching TV or my dad would stop watching t- or he'd go upstairs and then it would just be all ours. Oh, and yeah. Suddenly at 8 p.m., the TV's yours. The boys are all with you. Pretty exciting. Yeah. The boy, And then you give yourselves the look like we are staying up until 6 a.m. We're going to play COD Zombies. We're not stopping until then. Yeah. And, yeah, then, and, and it actually happens. You play until... You just keep on playing, whatever. You, and you might not even have four controllers yeah. most of the time one of them was broken yeah I know and someone's <laughs> always sat there watching <laughs> it's really funny as well when you'd play like a game that only two people are good at yeah and you play yeah. like oh yeah if you lose you gotta pass it on because it's just one guy getting abused yeah. constantly you know like, uh, I, and there's one person with a broken controller oh yeah <laughs> it's like the equivalent of you know when you I guess you don't know but when you've got a little brother or sister and you like mm-hmm. give them a controller and pretend to plug it in and say like, oh yeah you're that guy over there is that did you actually do that yeah and little motherfucker doesn't know any different dude that's a thing bro that's called top tier strats when you don't want to play with your brother <laughs> what the, you're just playing single yeah oh, you just say like oh God. no see that little that little rat yeah that's you that's the like, worst oh, really that's the worst yeah for, so for those who want to know I'm, I'm the youngest in my family yeah. well, well James He's is the, the oldest yeah James is the oldest so that's King. why I haven't had that experience actually maybe it happened to me and I just thought I was playing. yo it probably did it probably did probably did to be honest yeah but and and i think the best thing about those night outs so you have a sleepover mm. you would be playing games until 6 7 a.m you slept for maybe two or three hours you're all you all wake up on the sofa and then you hear the knock you don't know whose mum it is it could be yours and then you start to hear your mum's voice and you're like fuck yeah i know it's the worst and then you hear the the most amazing thing you've ever heard the two mums are getting along yeah, not, they've, uh, not, they've not stopped talking. Yeah. They've not stopped. <laughs> Boys, play another game. We we had a friend growing up. Yeah, uh, we we've been mates for a long time. Yeah, and we had a friend growing up, and his mom was notorious for this. Oh, to man. the point where other moms would have to prepare themselves for her coming yep. around. Yep. And so, like, he came over once, and it was you know five o'clock. The mom came up to pick him up. Uh, you know, they were talking. So we start moving out to the front yard, just waiting to finish talking. Yep. It's been 20 minutes, so we're like, let's just go back inside. Yeah. So we go back inside, keep playing. They say, oh, no, you look, we're going to go soon. We mm-hmm. come back out, go back inside 20 minutes later because it keeps oh. on going. <laughs> she came at five. She ends up leaving at eight o'clock. Dude, I know, leaves, I know who it is. When she you... leaves, my mom closes the door and is like, I am exhausted. <laughs> Man. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think my parents were very similar because they also love to chat. So when they, when you put those two together, I remember many times I had this one particular friend over and you know, him. I don't want to mention his name, yeah. but he used to come over and then his mom would come to pick him up at around 6 PM. 
my mom and his mom would talk until around 9, 10 p.m. And at that stage, it's too late. It's like, it's, we're having a Might double well have a sleepover. It's a double sleepover. And, yeah. and, then, and then either me would just be like, oh, hey, excuse me. Is, is it okay if you would if you would just mind maybe him staying possibly just possibly staying maybe another night if that's okay with you? Yo, that, that conversation when you're a kid to ask if you could have a sleepover. <gasps> Oh, that was so nerve-wracking. And it's so funny thinking back on it. Like, why was it so ner- Why were you so nervous to yeah. ask for it? I think it's because the stakes were so high because the sleeper would be so sick. Yeah. But like, it was like, um, excuse me, is it all right if he stays? Possibly. Maybe, yeah, exactly. You start, <laughs> just start throwing in adjectives yeah. and stuff like that. Like, oh, we'll be very quiet. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's no. so stupid, mate. Yeah, yeah. And then if you got a, if you got a no, it was just, it, oh, it, it was, so it was a bit of a kick in the teeth. Yeah. It's, especially if everyone else was going to stay later and their parents weren't going to come out until 5 p.m. And then you just have to go home and then do, do homework or worse, do nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, all your mates having fun. Exactly. Oh, that is oh, the worst. Man. And I do remember at one stage, like if you heard that mate we were talking about who has the chatty mum, if we heard her voice, you were like, yes, boys. We have <laughs> at least another five games of gameplay to go before we're before the sleepover's over. Can you remember how boring it was though going over to people's houses who didn't have like good consoles? So you'd go over and all they'd have <laughs> is like a Wii. And oh. you're like, mate, there's only so much fucking Nintendo tennis I can play with you, yeah? Like oh man <laughs> i don't know what I you start and then they ask you like oh do you want to stay and like you're still at that stage in life where you don't know how to say no you can't say like nah it's kind of boring mate i'm going <laughs> you know what i mean i, I mean there yeah, now nah, you're right it's fucking boring <laughs> to have a wii yeah. i think the switch is fun yo switch is fun but we the wii itself like especially if you're just doing bowling and like the fucking sports they have oh my god yeah it's the I, fucking worst. I still stand by i think the best sleepover game to play is zombies yeah i, I still think that and well it depends how many people you have though because if you just have two yeah just for the sake of it because you like because if you're pl- if you have three people but you only have two controllers it's probably the worst game because that third person wants to shoot themselves because like yeah think about how long like wave 20 is mm-hmm. compared to 21 if, if you're good at zombies you're probably making a passport like yeah wave 30. also it's not even entertaining to watch because they're just doing at that stage they're just doing trains around the stage well when you're if you're soloing yeah if you're soloing you're doing trains but if you're duoing then you're going to be sitting ca- you're camping what do you mean you're camping somewhere on a corner and you're just shooting no what are you fucking shit at zombies who camps also oh, as you then you just have separate trains yeah, well, okay, think about it, right? You do your trains, you link the teleporter, start of the wave, everyone camps inside the teleporter, just fucking waiting. Yeah, I know, the theater one. Right, yeah. yeah. They all start coming. You keep going until someone's got like two hits and they're about to go down and lose their jugs. Yeah. Then you teleport and yeah. then- <laughs> Lose their jugs. <laughs> you go up, everyone just throws their grenades down. Yeah, exactly. Makes a thousand crawlers. <laughs> oh, man. And then you go down and then you just start- I, I never understood them like trains just around the stage. I used to run fucking full map trains. Jesus. Just kept on running. That's know? dodgy because they can come out of the window and block you. Yeah, but you just get quick, you know? Yeah, if you're you quick, get some then you do it. Fast twitch muscle, you know? What makes me laugh yeah. is when it... Okay, so that's when you're good, right? Yeah. Now, when you're shit, when you first get your black ops and you have no idea what's going on and you get... You, you know, you do wave one, wave two, wave three, manage to scrape to wave four, then what's on wave five? Oh, dogs. Dogs. Fetch me their souls. Man, I remember so many times dogs oh was God. the worst. And it's like, and I, when you're good, it's the easiest. Yeah, but, it actually is the easiest. That's yeah, the funny but thing. when you start, it's like there's oh, too it's quick. terrifying. And you have the shitty pistol in the start because yeah. you, you, haven't, you don't know how to fucking play the game. Or, like, or even worse, the $500 fucking shotgun. Oh, the, yeah, you start buying the rifle. Dude, oh yeah, the rifle. And it's just like, oh it shoots God. eight bullets and then takes two minutes to reload. It's also, <laughs> it's also so funny because it's like, there are certain wall guns where if you have that, you look like the biggest fucking dork in the world. Yeah. And then other ones, if you don't have it, what the fuck are you retarded yeah. or something like that? Yeah. And like, imagine being the first people who have to, they set the meta. You know what I mean? Yeah. The people who say like, nah, you get the MP5, you don't get the ABC. Yeah. So I think the classic one is the MP40. Yeah. MP40 yeah, yeah. was like, if you had the box or the MP40 and you pick the box, you're, you're just shit at the game. Yeah. Because cause everyone knows that MP40 is the best value for money. MP40, MP40, like it was almost not worth uh, packer punching it because the ammo would become too expensive. Yeah, you would never. You would just run around like hip firing, not even yeah. aiming. Like. And you'd get so much money from all the tens. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you would shoot it once and it'd hit 12 zombies and you'd get 120 bucks per shot. Bro, zombies was so much fun. Yeah. 
but then in the new games like the i think the boss the boss was fun until you got left behind once and you're just like oh, well, fuck me right that is the worst oh thing my left God. behind oh the worst thing is when and this happened to me a few times so when when you're all in the bus and then one of you leaves to get a, like some ammo or whatever, and then they close the door and don't let you fucking enter again. Ah, yeah, that's so funny. Oh, and then you have to jump. <laughs> you have to jump through the fog, and yeah. you're like getting attacked by the fucking monkeys or whatever that, that are getting oh, you. Oh yeah, the little guys that jump on the side of you. Yeah, yeah that's then, so funny. And then you decide it's. I don't know. I can't remember. There was the tunnel where you could see through it. Yeah, didn't you get fucked by the fog, or was that the monkeys that jumped on you? The, oh, oh, I'm talking. Um, yeah, because the fog had the monkeys that attacked. Yeah, you. you're right. Yeah, and there was that. There was a machine gun in the tunnel because there was no fog in the tunnel. Yeah, I can't remember what the machine gun was, but it was. It looked like it would be a good gun, but then whenever you buy it, you instantly regret it because it was <laughs> it was like a it was a three round burst, and you would need like seven bursts to kill one zombie at wave seven. It's literally like, you you know you get a rocket launcher and you would expect that to be like so useful because you can yep. just blow up mad zombies. And then you're like, what the fuck am I doing? It takes exactly. 40 minutes to reload this thing. Yep. And like, it's not that effective, especially when you get to higher waves where it takes like three rockets to kill someone. It's yep. like, what's the fucking point? I do think that zombies had that problem where it's when you get past wave 20, if you don't have a ray gun, you may as well not have a gun. So the, the only effective gun is a ray gun or a pack-a-bunch light machine gun. That's it. Yeah, I think it's also like, if you're playing with a bunch of mates, it can be so much fun. But the second someone loses their uh, their jugs, and like because they die yeah. out, it's like it's just a constant cycle. Oh, you're just, yeah, you're just dying. Or if they die out and they get wait, how does it work? If you if you die out and you bleed out, but then the round gets passed over, do you just start off with the pistol? Is that what happens? And your money, pistol and your money. Yeah. So when someone completely bleeds out and then the round starts, suddenly the energy is cut in a quarter because someone just doesn't want to play anymore. It's like. I had a ray gun. I had fucking jugs. I had all this cool shit. And now yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. And you're just it, like, fuck this game. And if you had no money and you, if you can't afford jugs. Oh my that, God. Like, oh, <laughs> I just quit. And you just, you got a pistol, $700 to your name. And, and it even gives you the, the pity fucking dollars. Yeah. You know, you go down and it gives you like $400. Yeah. Just like, here you go. <laughs> Do something. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It's like when your nan gives you like fucking $2 and says, don't spend it at once. And you're oh, like, this is in the 60s, mate. You know, things cost money now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But I, I think that I still remember in one of my sleepovers, one of our friends, you'll know who, he was playing zombies by himself. Oh, yeah. Because we were, we all wanted to watch him. And he did the one most miraculous thing ever. He had jugs. He had everything he needed. And then he went down and he only had the pistol left. So I don't know how it worked. And then he went from just the pistol and no jugs to shooting with that with the 40 bullets it comes with, getting jugs, and then actually ending up doing pretty well. Damn. I don't know how he did it, but I have that vivid memory. It's actually not vivid. It's very hazy, but I've got, <laughs> I've got that memory of him doing that. And it's, it's like respect. I have the vivid imagination of what I think <laughs> happened, which yeah. is probably greatly distorted. He probably died the next round, but it was quite miraculous. Literally. I Literally, remember that man. same friend had a time when um, it was dogs and he'd ran out of all money. And he was just baiting the dogs yep. to lunch and then he just knifes them. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, so yeah. like, we were like, oh, damn, bro. This guy's great. Because for us, we always thought that the dogs were the hardest rounds. Yeah. It's it like, so let's scary. get through dogs so that we can get rewarded the, the max ammo. And then now it's just like, ah, oh, free max ammo. Let's do it. And then there's that fucking safe spot as well. That you can we use. legit didn't want to do the um, last two maps in, uh, in World War II because of the dogs. Because they weren't in the first two maps. Oh, yeah. They weren't in, I think it was a factory and... Uh, Is it World War Two or World War? It was World War, you're right. Yeah, World War. What would... Because it was the Swamp one. It was like the classic one that Shino everyone Numa. hates. Yeah, Shino Numa. Yeah. Everyone hates that. It's so boring. With the fucking firefight. Like the fire... Uh, the flamethrower. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was such a useless weapon. And then you had the the one that was the, with the pack punch. Yeah. What was the fourth one? No, I think that was the fourth one. The one with the pack punch. The pack punch like on the stage, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So there was Nuktor on Toten, I think, which is the first one. Yeah. And then the last one was another German name and it meant like something night maybe. Or maybe that's Nuktor on Toten. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, that one was fucking hard. But that was probably like like the first one from World War. That was, I mean, it was fun because it gave you memories, but it was quite like, you know, where are you running trains and shit? It was so hard. That was literally just all camping. Like us hiding in a corner, just shooting and stuff. And there was no box. Yeah, but I think the last one, Deriser maybe? Well, was Deriser the one with the pack punch? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was the one we yeah. started on that platform yeah. and there was a thing behind you and you had to do yeah. all the things to unlock it. Yeah. But the good thing about that one was you could actually run trains. It was like the first real map, I think. Yeah, because I had the power as well. Yeah, exactly. You had to get the power open. You had like that fucking... You had the teleporter. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Was it a teleporter? I, I, don't, a teleporter. No, I don't think there was a teleporter. They had the box though. It was the first... Oh, no, because the, the Swamp Point also had the box. The Swamp Point was a fucking mindfuck. Because you had the, the different areas and the box moved. Yeah, you were just you confused about where you could go. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, just, and then you went yeah. slow in the in the swamp, but so did the zombies. So I I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. It, it is it is funny how times have changed, hey? So yeah. I, we went through that phase of, of lots of gaming. And then I stopped playing games. I don't know if you play games anymore. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't... I don't uh, in uni, I was playing um, one game in particular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I wouldn't call it a game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then... um. I think it is always funny how I go through these phases because I'll play a game a lot, like a lot, because I've got a very, a very all or nothing personality hmm. where I'll, yeah, well, I'll just focus on something 100%. And then as soon as I find one reason that I, like, I shouldn't do it. So for, for, for gaming, I'll always be like, am I just wasting my time? And that's yeah. the seed. And then the, by the end of that week, it's like games are for the fucking peasants. Like I will never, <laughs> I will never play games again Jeez. in my life. And then like one week later, I'm like, oh, I'll just jump on for a casual game. Then the next day I'm like, this game is everything to do with life. I will win this game. So essentially what we're saying is he's got a heroin addiction, except replace heroin with RuneScape. That's what we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Exactly. That's what we're talking Literally, about. Yeah, exactly. And I think that- He looks at himself and he says, look, this is destroying my family. <laughs> I haven't seen my wife in four years. In fact, I don't even have a wife anymore or to begin with. But I just, you know, all I do is think about RuneScape. You know, like when I eat salmon, I'm thinking, yo, I needed a level seven fucking fishing rod to catch that or some shit. You know what I mean? I wonder what cooking level this is. And then all of a sudden he goes cold turkey. And, you know, he starts getting Mm -hmm. the cold sweats and, you know, he he goes to an AA meeting. You do get withdrawals. Like you start thinking about it. And the thing is, it's not just games. Yeah. Because that transformed into the many failed businesses that we've started, you and I. Yeah. So many of that. By starting, we mean sitting down, having coffee, saying, yo, okay, let's be serious. And then just spouting bullshit for 20 uh, 20 minutes. Can you be, uh, what generation are we? Is it Gen Z? Maybe, I don't know. Can Can you be a late 90s slash early 2000s male if you haven't started a few businesses and failed them? No, I don't think so. I feel like oh, this is the generation of entrepreneurship. It's been, it's so much more, I don't know what the word is, but it's like, it's so much more, it looks a lot better. This is the word, this is the generation of the people that destroyed the name of entrepreneurship because yeah, yeah. an entrepreneur used to be someone who innovates something. Mm-hmm. And now it's a guy with a discount code at a, my fitness pal, yeah. you know, site. It, it used to be respectful, like when you're not respectful, but you would give someone respect instantly. If you saw on their LinkedIn profile that they were a CEO. Now, when you see it, yeah. it's like, you're not a CEO. You probably you're founded like, oh, your business. Nice one. Cunt. Honestly, if you have more than, if you have any revenue, I'll be impressed because you probably don't. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. But I do, I do think it is interesting that pretty much everyone, I think the main phase that most people go through, and I don't know if you've been through this phase, but it's drop shipping. I mean, I haven't done it, but I've thought about it. Thought Dude. about it recently. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think drop shipping or because it's such a smart concept. And I know that a lot, like I've heard from Gary V and stuff that a lot of people God. make, are making like six figures a month doing drop shipping businesses. And I, and I've tried to do one myself actually. Did you actually? Yeah, dude. That's so funny. What were you trying to, I remember, was it the anchor like bracelet? Yeah. Yeah. Survival, it was survival gear. <laughs> I remember that. It was survival gear. Yeah. So I had a whole, I had a website on the that Shopify. so funny. Every, and I was, I think survival uh, first gear. year uni maybe. So 18 years old, 19 years old. I mean, old. talk about a niche product. I don't think it was niche enough because it's not niche. It is niche. Survival gear. No, because I think you need to have, I think the way to do it now is you need to find something that's popping and you need to be the first, like you don't, might, might not need to be the first mover, but you need to be the first that they see. So that so say a movie comes out, a mm-hmm. new trend comes up. Sure. So maybe Kingsman comes out and then everyone's into cool umbrellas or cool suits or whatever here. Like just, I'm just giving you an example here. Yeah. So you need to be the first that comes out there. You found a good product and you need to put it out there and, and get that market ASAP. I mean, I know what you're saying. I think the issue, the issue I have with trading with drop shipping and all this Day kind of trading? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like a, a lot of the ways that young like blokes, I'm sure there are girls who do it as well, but I feel like it's definitely perpetrated amongst, uh, 
perpetuated sorry amongst young guys for sure like is that they will talk about it as if uh, they're acting as if there isn't such thing as luck in life yeah. Like people who bought Dogecoin as a joke nah. and then suddenly had it increase 10 times. And then they're talking about like, oh yeah, guys, I'm actually releasing my trading book called Inside Cryptocurrency next week. Dude. Um, it's a 20 page report. You know, it's pretty sick. Fuck, bro. Or I- like with dropshipping, like mm. if you're just going to Alibaba and ordering the same thing that 10, like I bought a gaming chair, right? One of those racing style ones. Yeah, I've seen it. And there's 10 other guys on Amazon with the same fucking thing because you just go to Alibaba and you buy, you know, 100 of them, keep them in your fucking house or whatever, and then just They're send them They're probably dropshipping it. No, of course they are. Yeah. But my point is like, I, I hate when you see the word entrepreneur or innovator when all you're doing is just taking products from China that everyone else has. And like, if you said, I'm, a, I'm an amazing advertiser, I'd 100% agree because you're advertising dog shit and pretending it's good. Mm. But like- yeah. They start talking about their fucking, you know, they've got this high quality like material and all this. T- I don't know, man. Well, I think I, it's so corny. Inf- I, invent something interesting. Stop oh, pretending well, yourself to fucking Elon Musk. It, it's one thing to invent something. Yeah. It's another thing to see the potential in something and you notice that there's a market inefficiency. So you're saying that, oh, look, this is a great product or this door or this lock or whatever, yeah. but it's not going out to the people. The people aren't seeing it and, I, and they're selling it for $30, but I think they can buy it that the people are willing to buy it for 200 and if anything, if you price it at a higher price point, they'll think it's high quality. So they're actually more willing to buy, invest in something that's $200 rather than buy a $30 lock because no one's going to put a $30 lock on their home. Yeah, no, I agree. So I think if you see that market opportunity and it's just not being advertised well and you have the know-how, you know how to do that stuff, you know how to make the website, you know how to make it look legit and you can just take that huge profit margin, I think that's an awesome idea. But I just, I don't know. No, I, I agree in, again, I, from a business perspective and from an advertising perspective, uh, specifically, yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. It's more when you start hearing them talk about things, not acting like there's three other people doing exactly what they're doing yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I, I respect, I don't know, ingenuity and engineering prowess and shit like that. Not just repurposing other yeah. people's gar- like that- garbage more. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I might I, be a snob when it comes to that shit. That mm. definitely could be on me. But when people start also bragging like their business masterminds, I'm like, all right, mate, settle down. Yeah. You're yeah. selling fucking thongs with the root <laughs> finger up and pretending like this is some fucking sick product. Okay. Speaking on that, on that train of thought, I do think that it is pretty fucking funny with the day traders. Because I think day trading is like, I, I have so many friends. I've got a friend who actually made an ebook on cryptocurrency. And I bought it. I didn't buy it. You did but, not buy but it. But I got. I asked him for it, and he sent it to me. Yeah. And it was the most dog shit fucking ebook I've ever read. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Like it, I, I hope he does. I literally, Fuck you, bro, bro. I literally sent him a list of comments. I was just like, bro, <laughs> like I would highly recommend you make a version, like a second edition, because it didn't even. Have, it, it didn't even have a table of contents. Oh, that's so funny. Like the first page was like a Bitcoin picture, and it says like explaining cryptocurrency. Yeah, my I'm issue like, with oh. cryptocurrency is that. When you talk to people, most of the people investing in it have no fucking idea. They have no fucking clue. They, they don't know. Look, I would also argue that a lot of people investing in the stock market might also have no idea. So like, yeah, I'm not probably, one of these probably. people who's saying, you know, no, the hedge fund people are always right and the, the, the little man isn't. Yeah. But like, when you have people who, who invest in it and when you say why, the only reason they give you is to the moon. Nah. It's like, <laughs> I mean, how- Have fun yeah. staying poor. Yeah, I know. What color is your Lamborghini? <laughs> I love that one. Oh, it's so I always cringe, say that in the group chat. Or like uh, the classic, like when you make a, a dodgy investment that has a high risk, high reward potential. So what color is your Lamborghini going to yeah, be? Yeah, exactly. Right. Just out of curiosity. And it's like, look, make money. I just like, don't pretend like you're some sick fucking investor, mate. Like, hmm. especially when, like when people are talking about stuff and Look, if you make a lot of money, that's fantastic. If you go to roulette and you bet on red and it comes up and you win a hundred bucks or a million dollars, that's yeah. fantastic for you. But like, if you start then writing a book saying how to win big on the roulette table, you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. And I, I actually think that I'm glad you brought that example because I think a lot of the times it's not that rare to flip a coin and get three heads in a row. It's not that rare. Yeah. Everyone, It's happened to everyone before. So, and I mean, what is the statistical probability? Probably like one in eight. 12.5%. Yeah, one in eight. So so eight people in the room have it. Because it, yeah, it's 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. yeah, so one in eight. Eight people do it, they're going to get three heads in a row. 
I think it's the exact same when it comes to to like picking a crypto. Like you picked the one that worked. Okay, great. And then you sold it, made a profit. Cool. Did it again. Hit it on the head. Did it again. Okay. Now you think that you have a method. You've replicated it. You could have done the same fucking thing on the roulette table. Like you just won three times. It doesn't mean you have a, a lit strategy. It just means that you got fucking lucky three times. It's also more that like, look, they, they could be doing really well. And who knows? Maybe they have more reasoning. Yeah. But when you talk about these big hype jobs and look, Bitcoin might go to a million dollar coin. Like who knows? It's obviously very crazy. But the, mm-hmm. rea- uh, the reality is it goes up and down by 10% a fucking day. It does. And whenever yeah. you have something like that, it's like, you can't tell me with certainty that your prediction, you've run the numbers and you think it's going to be 40% higher next year. You're buying it because you're hearing the hype and you're saying, yo, this is going to be sick. It's going to be mad. It's going to keep growing. And guess what? If it crashes again down to fucking $4,000 a coin, you're going to have a lot of people who leave it and then forget yeah. about it until two years time when it hits $500,000 a coin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I saw that was actually really interesting? So this is that? going back to side hustles. I saw something priced in Ethereum. Really? So that, you know, usually you would say, okay, so I'm going to buy this fucking buyback. Oh, wait, was it... Um, drugs on <laughs> no, Silk no, no, Road. No. So that's the thing. That so is if, priced so if, you, if you were Monero, to buy, actually. yeah, if you were to buy a bag of Silk Road, they'll say $300 paid in Bitcoin. But it's not- so, $300 on the Silk Road. Okay, whatever. It's just that's like example. street prices. I, I'm just You're saying You're getting that, scammed. You need to find better online <laughs> drug dealers. I'm just saying that it will be priced in US dollar and you pay it in Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is yeah. almost like Venmo. Pay it to me via Bitcoin. Yeah, of course. So it's not its own currency. You're just, you're using it for its tools. But this one had, it was artwork. It was, um, I forget the word. I think it's NFT or something like that. It's a, it's a type of artwork you can buy. It's 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 very NFT, unique. Yeah, that's the thing fucking Logan Paul keeps going on about. Oh, really? It's like digital collectibles. Yeah. Anyway, it was priced in Ethereum. It says it cost one Ethereum or 1.1 Ethereum and it's, it's over two grand. But they didn't put the USD conversion. So where that where Ethereum could have dropped thirty percent, it still costs the same because it's priced. So it's priced in Ethereum, and and it's. It, I, I think I'm not smart enough in this because I don't. I, I'm not. It's not that I'm. I don't think that I could learn. It's just that I don't really care enough to learn. But I think, and I would love at one point for us to have a crypto expert just to fucking. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, but I, I just think it was fucking insane that they priced it in Ethereum, and the seller was willing to say, "I don't care, even if it drops down to one dollar, the price is one Ethereum." And I and I doubt that he'll he'll maintain if it drops that extreme, but I think it was insane that he priced it in Ethereum in such a volatile currency. But he doesn't care. The price is in Ethereum. I mean, it could be one of those people who is so invested in certain things that he's like, I'm going to price it in Ethereum because I know in the future this is going to be like it's like I believe in this and that's why I'm only doing this. I'm not doing a USD conversion kind of thing. But, I don't know. But there's no way he's not selling it. He's getting the Ethereum and fucking selling it. There's no, there's no way he's keeping it, his savings in that fucking volatile ass currency. Yo, did you hear about the guy with the, uh, he's a guy from the States um, and he had $350 million of Bitcoin. Yeah. Like 7,000 yeah. Bitcoins or something like that. And he had one of the hard drives, which only, they give you 10 attempts and he's used eight of them. Jesus. And he was on the Hamish Shandy podcast. And uh, yeah, because uh, they have a similar thing. <laughs> I think that, Jack yeah. lost his, but they uh, Jack only Jack lost one of Andy's, which means you know when they were talking about it last year, that was only four thousand dollars. Now Jack's lost fifty thousand dollars of Andy's money, US dollars. That's like yo, I know grand. it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so this guy comes on, and he only has two more attempts. And I think the way he's trying to figure out how to do it is, is he Aussie or is he American? No, he's from San Francisco, I think. Oh shit. Um. And the way he's trying to do it is getting electromagnetic microscope or something like that to try and like look, I don't know, close into it or some shit and trying to find out like passwords through ones and zeros. I don't know. But it's it's wild, mate. Imagine losing. I mean, he bought it years ago when it was only like $100 a share or some shit. Uh, $100 a coin, I think. But like- Still a big investment. Maybe actually, maybe way smaller than that. Maybe he was like way back in the day when it yeah, was like well, it 20, 10 bucks. Yeah. I don't think he would have spent more than a thousand bucks. You're and probably he, right because he has over seven thousand. So even exactly. though it was a ten dollars a coin, it's seventy thousand dollars worth exactly. in there. And you don't, yeah, you would take a lot more precautions. I don't think it was seventy bucks, but probably around a thousand because it was worth investing in a fucking thing in it. Yeah, and look, here's the thing, right? Like, drive. I, I mean, what do you do in that situation? Because three hundred fifty million dollars is life changing. But do you? Does he really feel like he has three hundred fifty million, or? Like if you bought it five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. Yeah. Does it not feel like that? Because you have 350 million that you do not have access to. Still. I, I, I still think that when you feel like you're getting close to accessing it and like you're going to figure it out tomorrow, I think that you need to 
make a company in the Cayman Islands and move no. all property to that, that area. And then instead of paying San Francisco taxes on the capital no, San game, Francisco taxes would be wild, geez, man. That I, California I, shit. I would spend, because I heard of something similar, but it was someone with a few hundred million dollars of Bitcoin. Mm. And he had used up, I think, 70 or 80% of his attempts. But this and, is probably the same guy. Yeah, but but he, he talked to a tech firm and the tech firm took 30% of it to figure it out. And they figured it out. They took 60, 70 million dollars. So they actually figured it out? They figured it out. They hacked it or they, they just managed to brute force into it using a different method. Like they didn't use the passcode. I don't know enough about tech to do it, but they took a fat cut. And I'm saying, bro, stop worrying about the cut that they're going to take. Worry about the cut that fucking Uncle Sam's going to take because he's taking a fucking fat cut of that revenue. Because it's going to, if you're making that much money coming into US dollar, there's no way you're getting away with it. And that's a lot of capital gains that you're going to pay on that gain because you spent maybe 10 grand. Now it's worth a few hundred million. Say goodbye to half of that. Yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's Uncle Sam's. But you got to live for like six months there, I think, to be legally, uh, for it to be taxed there. It's not like you can just move down to Puerto Rico and say like... Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of... And, and there's a lot of other questions you'll ask because if they if you bought it in America, they can ask questions about that. So I, 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 I... Also, to be honest with you, if they take 30%, right? So they take 30 million, you got 270. And Uncle Sam's takes half. Who cares? You know what I mean? Bro. You losing, still have 135 bro, million dollars. Losing a hundred... Well, if you lose... 65 million or whatever right now he's got zero million dollars he's got a hard drive that has (laughs) fuck all yeah yeah just cop it mate have 135 million dollars chuck it in a a stable you know etf (laughs) get seven percent per annum live a a cushy life you know yeah that's i think that's just insane man yeah insane but but what what are you gonna do what are you gonna do well that's my question if you were in that situation because i was thinking like yo just sell the fucking hard drive to someone say like yo it's got 350 mil there's two attempts how, how can you verify that that's a good question. If there was a way to verify it, so they know that there is the Bitcoin on that, and then, how much would you sell it for? Do you think? Oh, well, it all depends on the Only probability. Only two chances. Yeah, huh? Only two chances. So if they yeah. misspell it once, one typo, that's one chance gone. I think it depends on the probability of you getting in. If the, if you're ninety percent sure, then for you, it's a fair value to buy it at ninety percent of the price. Yeah, how the fuck would you be ninety percent sure? Well, that, yeah, he's well, not ninety. But if you're one percent sure, well, then okay. Look, I know you have three hundred fifty mil of Bitcoin here. I'm not buying it for more than three and a half mil because that's the that's the expected value of. Yeah, it. I think to be honest with you, I'd probably settle for one mil in that situation. Um, Would you? Yeah, because it's one mil of guaranteed money, or maybe Versus one mil three hundred fifty mil of not guaranteed whatsoever. And not only Jeez. that, if you fuck up the last attempt, it gets wiped. Like you got to think about the comp- the compound interest of having just one mil just immediately. Versus three hundred fifty mil. No, but you don't have it. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what I mean? It, how many years at 7% is it going to take for you, for you to get 1 mil to 350? You won't be alive. Who cares? You Why do you not, need 350 mil? So that you can turn it into one bill. Yeah, but who the fuck? Okay, the billion club sounds depressing. You just have people fucking asking for handouts all the time and shit. Like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, true. I don't know. I think my personality is I'm all about experiences and shit. Yeah. So once, you know, once you get to a certain amount of money, I like, unless you're trying to collect it and hit a bill. Yeah. I, like to be honest with you, I think you could just you know, not live a fun life. Because yeah, because the question Unless, is, like, where, where's the point? Where's the point where it no longer matters? Like you just money is not going to add any more to your. I know they had the seventy k number, but fuck that. No one living on seventy k is not the life you want to have at forty years old, fifty years old. So, what point do you just say, I've got enough money? I also think the seventy k thing doesn't account for the fact that like old people probably aren't as happy as young people true do you know what I mean so the 70k thing might be great but if you're 50 on 70k you're probably not happy but you're probably also just not happy if you're 50 on 150k you know what I mean like yeah so so what we need is like time series data where they've taken the same person and they've measured oh so you think that when you so it's not the the increase in money that made him less happy it's other factors that made him less happy yeah I think like I think you know uh, there's that whole saying that like an 80-year-old billionaire would trade everything just to get one hard penis <laughs> because they're just too old. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. And so it's one of those things where money is great, but, you know, father time's undefeated. And so, you know, your increase of money has to make sure you're feeling as young for as long as possible. I, I think it's easy to say that. As a, as a young 20s man, you're easy to say, I've got the biggest fucking asset of them all, which is time. And mm. Warren Buffett, you know, I would not take his hundreds of billions of dollars or maybe he hasn't have hundred yet, but 
I wouldn't take it for to swap his age. But I think if you asked him, you would take it. No, I wouldn't. But I don't think that if you asked him, he would he would do that deal either. Because no, but maybe because he feels very accomplished. But I think the yeah. average old person. He's also the greatest investor of all time. Yeah. Like yeah. he's on GOAT status in his field. Absolutely. It's different. But I also think that time is long and I don't, I've never at any point in my life hoped that I could go back in time. I would not, it doesn't matter how much money you gave me or how much I money I'd have cap. to pay. I would never want to go back to 18. I would never want to go back to 19. I'd never want to go back to even last year. I think that it's just, you live life as you go and then you learn new things because think about if you had, you know, if you wanted to go back a year, you yeah. would lose a year of that, all the memories you had and it'd be a brand new year and you would lose all that what fun you time. you lose the memories? You kept it. Oh, then I fucking love it. Yeah. But that's that's not the situation. Yo, imagine how much pussy you'd smash if you went back to like when you're 16 with your brain now. Bruh. You got like, you know, years of hitting up the clubs, being a fucking club rat. Like The one thing I would change is I would yeah. tell myself, study software engineering, bro. Do not fuck with anything else. Just study software engineering, go to California and just forget about it. You will be set. You yeah. will be fucking set. Just go to fucking, just do software engineering. Bro, it's not that hard to be set though. Like, what is that? Well, do, do you need 50 mil? And if so, why? No, you don't. You don't. You, I think I, it doesn't even it doesn't even matter what your asset base is. It, all it depends on is your passive income. That's what I reckon. I don't want to make this into a business podcast. Yeah, I know, me neither. Yeah, so I don't like... The, no, the, but we can talk about live, like the lifestyle implications of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what, obviously when we're older, it's a bit different. And yeah. like, you know, even me thinking right now, it's like, I want to have some sick fucking crib with tennis court, basketball court and all that kind of shit. But like... That's going to be very expensive. Yo, your boy's going to make some money. What can I say? But, but even in terms of maintenance costs, like you're going to be paying hundred, probably a hundred K a year to get the, the... Bro, you're retarded. Who's going to be like My maintaining it? My old house had a tennis court. But not a basketball. Or I guess, or you, basketball court's easier. It's fucking concrete, bruv. I'm thinking like Shaq's house. No, not, obviously not Shaq's house, mate. Yeah. Oh, but so, you, so you just want a place with a tennis court and then a basketball court? Yeah, look. I, so I see all it. these like um, celebrity home tours. Yeah. And they'll walk through and they'll be like... And this is this room. We don't really go in here. And this is the kitchen. I'm just thinking of James Charles one because he's like, you know a girl don't cook. And it's (laughs) like, we just sit here and eat Uber Eats. And I'm like, I hate that. I hate the the waste. You know what I mean? Of having like four rooms that you're never entering or like having a kitchen if you're not into cooking. No, I'm I'm into the kitchen. What's the point? Just have have a sick kitchen for the few times you want to use it and then fucking don't use it. Yeah, but you're just a bad cook. If I'm you not, enjoy cooking... Okay. You can think that. I'm a great cook. I just You're not don't. a great cook. Okay, well, this is the thing. Let me ask you something. Does yep. Gordon Ramsay order Maccas? No, he doesn't because he's a good fucking cook and he can cook better than that. I think his wife cooks in the house. You're having a laugh. No, I think he said that in one of the videos. Yeah, I call Cap. Okay, okay, we'll go back to this, but I, I'm fairly sure Gordon Ramsay's wife cooks in the house. Yeah, I know he's probably saying that. And also, also... Do you think... Let's just... It's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. He, she's going to hand him a fucking, you know, beef casserole. <laughs> it's bloody overcooked. <laughs> this is garbage. You know what I mean? Oh, that's too good. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree. His, his kitchen is sick. But also, okay. So his crib. if you're, if you're an accountant and yeah. then you're probably the one that's doing the tax for the household, right? So that makes sense. But then imagine if that's you have to do. misogynistic. Why can't a woman do the tax? I didn't say that fucking... I didn't make this about gender. Yeah, I'm just saying did. if you're an accountant, whether you're a man or a woman. Okay. I think when you're I trying to When I woman, his face screwed up like, oh. Uh, anyway, so what offensive. I'm trying to say is if you're an accountant, you're probably doing the tax for the house. Yeah. But that's fine because you only do the tax once a year. Or maybe you might do it every few months just to check in. But what I'm trying to say is that if you have to do the tax every fucking day and then you need to work from nine to five doing tax for other people, the last thing you're going to want to do is the tax when you get home. The same as cooking, especially because passion, especially because cooking is long hours. So if you're and, and you're going to eat at the same time, they're going to eat at the same time that you cook. So it's not unlikely that the, the mum is doing the cooking at home. Yeah, but not for him when he's there. If I don't he's at so. home, I bet you, look, mate, like you also got to think accounting, look, not to offend all the accountants, yeah. aside from the fact that your fucking job's boring, mate. Anyway, aside from that. It's cooking's like a one of those like artsy kind of professions where people get really wanky about it. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. And you see, the touch of the asparagus <laughs> shapes up the dish in order to give it a colorful palette. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there's a lot more, I would say, passion that goes into it than something like opening up Excel sheet and using fucking VLOOKUP. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think like he'd probably enjoy the concept of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he'd probably yeah. enjoy the art of cooking. 
Yeah. And he'd probably be like, yeah, I'm not going to eat any more reheated microwave fucking meals, you know? Microwave meals are fucking underrated. I, I love, disagree. bro. If you can get like a chili con carne, you can get like a pizza. Bro, there's so many options with those. And you, and the thing is, if you're the type of person who just gets the chili con carne or the pizza, slaps it in the microwave or oven, and then eats it. Oven? Oven. Okay. What did I say? Oven. Okay. So you get the microwave pizza. <laughs> so you, you get the pizza from the freezer, put it in the oven, and then just, if you just eat it straight, then you're a fucking animal. Because the whole idea is that they don't give you a finished meal. That's not true. They don't give you a finished meal. That's not true. They don't. They no, give you true. they give you a that's base. Exactly what they, do. they give you a base which you can expand and improve. No, they and don't. I'm saying that it's your job no, as don't. the eater of the food to expand it, to make it better. This is how good of a cookie he is. He <laughs> thinks that because he gets a chili con carne and says, and now we'll get some grated parmesan and pours <laughs> it on top, he's like, yo, One expert example. chef. It's like, no, bro, Another you didn't example cook none of it. Is that okay, so you get ramen, don't eat it straight. Two eggs, put them in there. Spring onion, thinly chopped, in it. Bro. <laughs> in it, bro. Yeah, in it. Then shallots, thinly sliced, in it. Go to go to Coles in Haymarket, the, one of the most Chinese suburbs in Australia. Find what the 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 vegetables that the that the Asian people are buying. Throw them in. Bok choy, bok choy. Boil it. Put it in. They're not giving you a finished meal. They're just giving you the base. Two million noodles is very different to a fucking ready, uh, a ready thirty-second meal, which says from plate, uh, from microwave to plate in two minutes. Okay, so that's that was one example. Pizza, you get, it, you get it. It's got like three pieces of chicken, one fucking mushroom, and yeah, then a, that's the pizza. Yeah, so you get you that. You putting no, other stuff is different. No, no, yes, that's that's what the pizza starts off as. No, double the cheese, double it. Chicken, shredded chicken. If you don't have it in the in the fridge, get some other chicken and just get some bacon, whatever you like. I don't eat bacon, but just put it on the put it on the pizza. Upgrade it. There's so many things you can do to upgrade a pizza. Put some chili on it. Put some olive oil on it. There's so many options. Yeah, this is this is like you know Supra people saying like, yeah, Supras are the best cars. It's like, well, after you invest ninety thousand dollars in them, yeah. they're the best cars. Yeah. But guess what? That's not the case when it comes out the lot and looks like a fucking trashy 2000s sports car, mate. Dude, I actually, I was thinking about those cars because I saw a TikTok of a GTR R32, I think. I'm probably wrong, but it was one of the 19, I think 80s or 90s. And it was like 150 grand. Mm. It just looked spectacular. Yeah. But only to someone who recognizes JDM cars. For everyone else, it's just a 90s car that probably cost 10 grand, five grand. It's literally like, it's such an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. In It's like when you see old Ferraris yeah. or old Lamborghinis and they look so boxy and like, I mean, let's be real. They look kind of shit. <laughs> Not that they are shit and I respect yeah. the heritage and stuff like that, but like they look shitty. They don't look as smooth and nice and aerodynamic as the new stuff. Which but, is how the new stuff will look in 10, 15 years. By yeah, the way. well, exactly. What is crazy? It's going to keep getting smoother and smoother. <laughs> I, th- I think it's taking a different turn now. Now it's getting futuristic. It's getting those dips in them and they're like, they're looking like spaceships. And the thing that blew my mind, yeah. have you watched I Am Legend with Will Smith? Of course I have. Yeah. So, you know, the first scene he's driving his Mustang and it's got the red and the white, the white racing stripes. Yeah. The red Mustang with the white rac- racing stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that when I, when it first came out, I watched it in cinemas. That was like the f- most amazing, beautiful car. And I was like, that's fucking badass. And he's got his machine gun. He's shooting it out the window while he's driving. Like a lion or something. Didn't huh? He? Wasn't he shooting it like a lion or something? Oh yeah. I think he was. Anyway. So it, it was a fucking awesome scene. I rewatched it. Not recently, a few months ago. And I'm like, this car's fucking shit. It's just an old Mustang. But that's because it's 10 years old. And the brand new Mustang suddenly looks like an old Mustang. Yeah. I know what you mean. Especially, but also Mustangs have got, like they've changed. Like they yeah, haven't kept they the have same, ch- like they're mm-hmm. way more rounded, whereas they used to be very boxy. Not yeah. necessarily less attractive. The old Mustangs were pretty sick. The 60s ones look incredible. Or the early 70s. My favorite is the 71 Boss. Insanely beautiful. And I will buy one. I definitely will buy one. It's just hard in Australia because we drive on the other side of the road. So the wheels are on the other side. And I don't want to pay for a conversion because that's like 50 grand on top of what you're already paying. You have to pay for it. No, you don't have to. You can get a right-hand drive car. Can you actually? Or a left-hand drive, isn't it? Yeah, left-hand. That's what we'd have to get. Are you just saying that as one of the things where you say it confidently? No, and no like because I've, I've seen a lot of things on guys on people's car that says, watch out, it's a left-hand drive. Right. Are they just being dickheads? 
No, because it's so fucking... Also, if we go on carsales.com.au, we'll find a lot of uh, old cars and they you'll see that they've got the, the wheel on the other side. Yeah, I know. But an old car, that's not the same thing. You can fucking drive cars on tracks and shit. Whether it's road-worthy is a different question. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that it is legal. You can. You just need, okay. a, you need a show that it is. Okay. That. Hey, guys, he does know that it's legal. So please much, don't go out and bet? drive it. How much do you want to bet? No, it might be legal. Exactly. I just, you always talk as if something is real. It is real. You'll be like, no, oh, a ladyboy. Okay, we're no, going to pa- pause the man. show and then we're going to start it once I prove him wrong. And we're back. So we've just done the Hello. research. So um, hmm. I, I, can't, I can't remember what it said. Do you know what it said? So I want to remind everyone that my whole argument was <laughs> he didn't know. And he didn't know. Oh, he was talking out his ass. Oh, so I was, it wasn't true. That's not the question. The question was, did you know beforehand? So j- just to settle the debate, was I right or wrong? Okay, Basil, if I asked you... Is this a long If I asked you, what's yep. the symbol for H2O, uh, for uh, water, and you said, um, uh, H2O, but you were just guessing. You did like went that? into a random number generator. Is that how it did, sounded like? like dun, dun, dun. No, I... Yes, it did. You were just saying you saw stickers on a car. Oh, man. This motherfucker. He's like, oh, yeah, no, weed's legal now. Trust me, I saw this guy <laughs> smoking it outside. Oh, yeah. and all I'm trying to say is, that's <laughs> not how it sounded like beforehand. And yes, it is. Just, that's just, exactly just, your perspective. They're going to want this to be closed off. So they, they want to know whether I was right or wrong. Because maybe they want to get a car. So you, I just want you to confirm whether I was right. No, or I, I, I like I just said, um, you didn't know but it took a Google search for you to know. And? Huh? And what's the conclusion? What's the question? Uh, can you drive left, uh, left-hand drive cars in, in Australia? Bro, I don't know. We didn't Google that. We did? Oh, in New South Wales? No, you just Googled um, ladyboys with big dicks. <laughs> it was hot. Like, you know, uh, I'm not going to deny. Bro. Uh, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> so you're not willing to admit that what, what Google said? What? What Google said? What did Google say? When I Googled, can you drive left-hand real yeah, cars? Yeah, you haven't in- done that yet. Oh, I, I did just Google that and you saw no, the answer. No, you, you got yet to do that. You were right there and I Googled it. No, what do you mean? Should we pause right this there? again and do it again? <laughs> yo, if you want to drag out the... If, yo, oh, if, you, want to, if you want to produce bad content, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of okay, admin, dude. Okay, I don't know. Okay, I don't, okay, have, I don't I'm, have 30 I'm, hours in the day. <laughs> in case you do need to buy an American car in Australia, I can confirm that if you live in New South Wales, where Sydney is, you can drive one. And it's been the way since what year? Um, 1999. In the summer of 69. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so it's been an hour now. We've hit the mark. Damn, I think this has been a good time. Should we give them another keyword in case they've start, stayed this long? Um, I like that. I like that idea. Yes. Okay, this is the this is the word to chuck in the bottom to yes, show that you've yes, made it to the end. This is the word. Oh, wrestlers are cool in quotation marks. Yes, I like cool. that. Yes, I put wrestlers are cool in quotation marks. We shouldn't have done that at the end because now they can just skip to the end. And if you are a wrestler, we're just joking. Please don't hurt us. We are just joking. We're, no, I, your Leah side looks really cool. Yeah, I respect the sport. It's just I, I don't. We don't, we don't have boring, we don't have mate. wrestling in Australia. That's the thing. So we 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 might have it, but it's not a common sport. Like it's not. It's like lacrosse. Like it's one of those things where we know it exists. We're not too sure of the rules. Lacrosse looks so stupid. I've never seen it. It's so just sticks. I, yeah, well, it's just sticks. They're just running at each other. Or, it's like it's, fucking Quidditch. Or like hockey. <laughs> we, I, interestingly. I've played more. I've I haven't played Quidditch, but I've seen a, a lot more than I've seen either lacrosse, hockey, or um, either ice or normal hockey, or the other one that we we're talking about. Yeah, I forgot which one. Oh, wrestling. Wrestling. They, they're just not popular in Australia, I guess. Because, but I know that they're extremely. We like popular things, you know, that are like trendy US. and cool and like like what? Not wrestling. <laughs> um, look, I don't know, man. Okay, so this has been amazing, guys. Comment um, the keyword we just said before. Wrestlers are cool. In quotation marks. Yeah, down below. Yeah, yeah. and if you do make that, I'm thinking that when we have a studio set up, yeah. if and when. Two weeks time. I think that we make a backdrop with the names of the first hundred or the first thousand legends. I agree with the sentiment. Let's see if it happens, though, just because writing a hundred names might get tiring. I, I will do it. Okay, I will, do it. I will hire someone. <laughs> I will hire, I'll hire a Venezuela to make us a sign. I will hire an unpaid intern to. No, surely we can just put that on a fucking Excel sheet and then import it and print it. Like, but I'm just saying that there's a way we'll do it and we'll find a way that you will be in a hall of fame that is no longer able to be entered into. You, can, you can't just enter into a Patreon and Ooh, pay 100 bucks. Okay, a month. the first 100 people who comment whatever these keywords, the keywords are. are yeah, yeah. Or if you do it like five consecutive times. 
So if you're consi- you're, you're consistently let's make it three. There, let's not you know let's be reasonable. I was about to say ten. Yo, what do you mean ten? Yeah, because yeah, people got shit to do, bro. True, they do have shit to do. But I'm just saying, yeah. Anyway, give us any feedback in the comments as always. Yeah, and, let us um, know. Yeah, keen keen to see how this one works out. See how what you guys think about this. And um, it's been a pleasure as always. Can't wait until the next one. Fantastic. Yeah. So this is Milk Bucket signing off. Yeah. Cheers for listening, guys uh, and girls. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> Probably guy no, as well. No, we were 35% female audience yeah, at this we stage. Rolling in the we're at, we're at a, around, I think, 17 or 18K followers on TikTok. We're thinking of potentially setting up a Q&A on the TikTok. I think, uh, I think yeah, we should have started with that first. What do you mean? But we, we are thinking of, not because... We should have started off with that because we want to bring that bring that in early. Yeah, but it's kind of dead content to be starting a podcast. Exactly. With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, we're going to do yeah. Q&A. So if you guys want to enter the show, you know, once we start getting enough consistent submissions, we'll be able to answer yeah. your questions. Yeah. We well, might. E- even if you're just one of the first few ones, we're probably going to talk about it. Yeah. Because that's going to be so awesome We can make it a us. weekly thing where, yeah. you know, we do Q&A at the end. So it's super simple. You go on our TikTok profile. We haven't done it yet, but by the time this is released, it's probably going to be out. There's going to be a Q&A button. You just hit it and you put a question and we'll probably try to mention it. Mention it If we can let you know what podcast it's in, we'll do that, but I'm not sure if that's possible. Yeah. Look, we'll uh, we'll we'll listen to all your suggestions. So if you have anything yeah. for us down below, anything. if you want more, like I think we'd love to have a lot of fan interaction. So yeah, I love if that. you have good stories, shoot us a message. Yeah, tell and us we'll, how your Mardi Gras uh, yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Tell, give us a topic to talk about or something that happened that's funny. Any power moves. Oh, no, they're stealing. No, we yeah, can't, we can't talk about that. Uh, yeah. No, we anyway. respect them too much. Respect no, but if you much. do have good stories of yourself, yep. write them in and we can potentially uh, we can potentially tell them Absolutely. on the podcast. I'm so keen for that. Anyway, it's been a pleasure, guys, as always. Fantastic. And can't wait to see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Milk Bucket. All right, bye-bye.